Welcome back to the Mind of Monty podcast with your co-host, Monty G and Imo. Today we've got a riveting show planned for you. Um, and we'll just get right into it. So we've we've been watching some New Japan recently. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of stuff going on in New Japan, uh, you know, with the best of the super juniors and then of course Forbidden Door coming up uh with AEW and it's just a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of big news right now going on. You know, even with uh, you know, with Dominion, you know, it's supposed to be a U.S. title match, and I don't think it's going to happen now because of Juice uh, Robinson's appendicitis. I have no clue if they're going to replace it. If it's just going to be Sonata versus Osprey. I'm just letting you guys know uh, before I get to Dominion because uh, I'm going to do my best to predict, uh, you know, those matches. But first and foremost, I definitely wanted to give, uh, you know, a round of applause and a shout out to Hiromu. Uh, from Lij doing his thing, uh, knocking out the best of Super Junior one more time. I definitely was was rooting for uh, you know, definitely was rooting rooting for Despy Despy here. Not in this house, you know. Uh, you know, I, I I'm a, you know I'm Lij biased, so I have no problem with these. I was, it's just you know, Despy you know just lost his belt. He did. So I'm thinking that. A redemption story, you know, he's finally proved that he's main event worthy. Him beating Hiromu would be, you know, a big step for him. But Hiromu is the guy. He is the man. The ace. You know, yeah, ex- exactly. If you want to call him the ace of the junior division now, My you can. Favorite. But I don't even want to do that because Hiromu has proved time and time again that he's not the ace of the of the junior division. You know, he's just he's one of the aces of the company. He can wrestle in any division, open weight, heavyweight, doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, he's won three best of Super Juniors in a row. So I think that proves it. He's over this. Like, he's better than the Super Juniors. That has been proven. You know, and winning it fourth all time, he's the greatest, you know, to compete in the best of the Super Juniors. He's one one of the greatest, if not the greatest Super Junior, if you go by accolades almost. So, um, you know, of, of course, next to the great Jushin Thunder Liger, you know, that's a legacy that's almost impossible to surpass. But the thing I'm trying to say is that Hiromu has been one of the great, the best, and he's going to continue to be one of the best. I do love you planting the seed of calling him the ace because we know who the ace used to be in the junior division. And uh, I know he wants to return to New Japan, not a baby face, if that is possible. We'll see if he's ever going to return. You know who I'm talking about, Kushida fans out there. But – uh, I just definitely had to get I didn't mention it on the show It happened uh, You know In enough time for me to mention it On last week's show And I didn't So I definitely want to start off this show With giving him all the credit That he deserves As a four time Best of the Super Junior Champion And uh, Good luck And uh, You know He's gonna fight Fight Taji At some point You know uh, So We'll see I don't think it's at On Dominion's it's call It's not Yeah So it's not gonna be there Whenever mm-hmm. he uh, You know Fights Taji I think he he will be in the ring with Taiji on Dominion. Yes, but yes, he will. On to Dominion we go. What's All the right. first match? So, just to preface, Dominion is... The you, second biggest show in New Japan, by the way. Yes, it's their summer festival. Yeah, so pretty much, exactly. A great, um, obviously, their summer slam. Wrestle Kingdom is, you know, WrestleMania for you. I think uh, Wrestle Kingdom those, is bigger sometimes. And, and definitely a better show sometimes. I wouldn't say bigger, but definitely a better show of wrestling. That's fair. That's fair. Consistently, right. probably. Consistency but. is always the key. Um, first up, we got our first match of the night. We've got 
her Tenzan versus not Tenzan versus Tenzan Masterwato and Taguchi, yeah. whom I saw team like a six picture. or nine by the way. Six or nine. Yes. Six and nine. I say I saw, six or nine. The way I saw it wrote, but it doesn't matter. But I know what he means. We know what they mean. Yes. I saw Taguchi. This is a sidebar. I saw Taguchi liking a picture on Twitter, and it was some uh, Japanese lady who was topless with her cheeks out. And I was like, that's a Taguchi thing that will pop yeah, up. That's, that, that's very Taguchi-like. I no, know, but I hadn't I mean, seen that's what him. I expect from his like. That's why Twitter has to stop turning that, that peop, showing me what people like. I don't need Just to Just because them. you follow them or yeah, you know yeah. them. Yeah. But those six or nine versus uh, Hanare, mm-hmm. uh, Francesco, Francesco, uh, Akira, and mm-hmm, Akira. TJP. Yeah. United Empire. Right, UE. Uh, I'm going United Empire. Uh, either way, I had pretty much made up my mind. Francesco. That, uh, you know, they were, that the Empire were going to win. Most likely Tenzan taking the fall. But we'll see uh, what happens. I'm not going to lie like I know the story going into it or anything. Uh, I don't. But these are my picks because I have been in a nice role of just picking stuff lately. <laughs> Whether I'm right or not, I just, I've been doing a lot of this. Consistent. Honestly, I, I I felt bad for my New Japan coverage over the last few weeks because, uh, you know, we covered the New, the, the New Japan Cup prominently and I fell off on the best of Super Junior. That's all on me. So I definitely wanted to give Dominion the props it deserved, of course, with it being the second biggest show in New Japan and also, again, we're very, very close to a lot of Westerners getting a chance to see, getting their first taste of New Japan. Yeah. So I kind of want to rep as someone who knows a lot already. Uh, There's a lot of beginners out here, man, that we have, that New Japan fans are going to have to educate. So, you know, this is part of that. Come here. I think in the coming weeks I will try to do more New Japan-focused content because I want to, you know, help you newcomers along. All right, next up, we've got... LIJ's Hiromu, Naito, and Bushi versus, I don't even know what to call them. I guess the Bullet Clubs, Taiji, Ishimori, Ace Austin, and El Phantasmo. That's what we're calling them still, the Bullet Club? I feel like, yeah, that's right. I feel like right. it's so nasty to call them that. But they are the Bullet Club. And, I know. Uh, I know. yeah, I, I picked LIJ. Obviously, Lij buys. I think you give Hiromu a victory here over his, the person he will be challenging for the junior heavyweight championship down the line in Taiji Ishimori. Uh, but you know, Ace Austin was great in the uh, best of the Super Junior. So, you know, who knows? But also with Naito there, I uh, maybe is that are we? You know, is El Fantasmo moving up? They've teased it. They've talked about it. But is he no longer a junior? Or because or, they're starting to let him tangle a lot more. Uh, you know, with the big guys, but with Bushi in this match, I'm worried about Anything my pick because they all they always get they just leave my boy my boy Bushi out here to dry so much. I love Bushi, but he never wins. So, I mean, he wins when, when he's fighting Super Juniors, but when there's heavyweights involved, it's a worrisome situation. Uh, TJP is in this match. No, TJP was in the other. He's match. in the other match. So it's Ace Austin. That's a junior. Yeah. Fantasmo's a junior. Yeah, there's three juniors. Bushi has a shot. If if we're saying hell, Fantasmo's a junior, right? No. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm going Lij. <laughs> Let's not do that. All right. Toro Yano versus Doc Gallows. Oh, Bushi, Bushi, Bushi. Yeah. Oh man, Yano and Doc Gallows. I I don't. I have no. I'm pretty sure the story getting here is probably kind of funny uh, with those two involved because you know Gallows can be an idiot and Yano. I mean that's his whole thing. Uh, I'm going with Yano though Surprise win Roll up Okay 
Um, just to circle back, they have El Phantasmo listed as 89 kilograms, which is roughly about 180 pounds. He ain't he ain't moving up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm just saying they've talked about it. Like in the, uh, even when Osprey fought him, they mentioned he trying to put on he, weight. Osprey, not even about putting on weight. It's just he is heavyweight caliber. He can fight heavyweights, which he can because he, he fights can. Osprey. If yeah. Osprey can fight him, he can fight him. But anyway, the point is, is that. I was just saying, if that's the case, maybe Bushi's in trouble. But if they're all juniors, like I said, Bushi has a shot. I'm going with Toroyano though over Gallows in the shock, uh, you know, shock finish, you know, roll up status because it's Yano, man. All right, then we've got a 60 minute time limit, never open weight, six man tag team championship bout. We've got Kanemaru, Zack Saber Jr., and El Desperado versus Evil Show. Yeah. And Udro. And this is for those six man built. So I, I I went House of Torture retaining. No. Uh I'm I understand. I wouldn't be opposed to Zach, you know, and the guys getting the victory, but uh I, I also just wouldn't be surprised if Bullet Club shenanigans, you know, plays a factor. It's always a chance with evil. We know what the tor- what House of Torture is all about. Uh so yeah. Nefarious tactics, yeah, but so man. is Kanemaru and Despi. You're right; they could be a great team to count. That's why that's what makes this interesting that the, that they can counterpart that, but they can counter that. But no, no, I think okay. I think uh, we have cha- uh, the champions retaining. Okay, then we've got the IWGP Tag Championship about sixty minute time limit. We've got Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb versus Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. Yeah, they gotta uh, get their titles back. I'm, I'm with you, 100. percent United Empire. Uh, I, and this is just me. I, I definitely took into account that they uh, that they debuted in AEW and attacked FTR, and FTR on Rampage will be fighting other members of the U of UE, uh, Ozzy Open and uh, Osprey. So uh, I, I forgot who else was in that match. It's somebody else besides FTR, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name. So I'm sorry for Trent, screwing it up. Trent. Yeah, Beretta. I knew it was someone. Yeah, that's why I was, I was thank you. I saw the graphic in yeah. my head and they said F Trent R. Yeah, definitely exactly. Definitely Beretta. So yeah. Uh and he's he's accustomed to working with Will. He's and tenured. working with uh New Japan guys. Yeah, so yeah. It, it'll probably be great. So unless AEW only wanted Osprey or only wanted Ozzy Open, uh it's hard for me to pick against Jeff Cobb and O'Conn getting their belts because I didn't really understand why they lost it in the first place. Honestly, it's, even though I understood for the imagery of that night when Bullet Club was announcing that they're returning, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did, I did understand why it had to happen, so that part of me makes, makes me feel like maybe Fale and Chase will retain, but I nah. think you give it back to Jeff and O'Conn. I don't think they ever should have lost it, and... You have them fight FTR, ROH Tag Champions versus New Japan, you know, IWGP Champions. And they don't, they don't necessarily have to fight for the belts, but I think that's a good match anyway. So, depends. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make them fight for the belt, FTR's IWGP Champions is great, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So, that's where I'm going. United Empire. All right. And then, for the AEW Interim Championship Eliminator qualification <laughs> match, we've got... Hiroki Goto. Oh my goodness. Versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I really, I think it'll take too long for me to explain how much I love Hiroki Goto. Like he's my guy. They like, I really like Goto. I'm really, I'm really mad that he has to be the one to fight Tanahashi here because I think we all know that it's probably. Especially uh, I'm since picking John Tanahashi. Won. 
you know, with Moxley winning, yeah, exactly. And we know Tanahashi and Moxley uh, got some business to finish. Exactly. And not only just that, you know, Tanahashi was already brought out on AEW television, yeah. you know, and was going to be the guy to fight CM Punk. So it's just hard for me to believe he gets removed from that spot just because we all love Goto and know he deserves it. You know, yeah. like Goto deserves a world championship spot. Definitely. But, you know, I'm not I'm not picking over Tana here. So Tanahashi will advance and we'll see what happens, man. Can't leave Tana off the show. Part of me is like, would AEW book him as interim champion? There's no way, right? If if there's enough white powdery substance around, maybe. I don't I don't know, man, because I don't know. We'll see. I, in my, that's something we will definitely revisit in the coming weeks leading up to Forbidden Door. Um, now we've got the KLPW 2022 championship match. Um, Takagi Shingo versus Tai Chi. I don't know. I, I don't know I if don't the fans know have the already voted on it. Yeah. It's, it's no time limit, I guess. That's no the stipulation limit. for now. Until I until I know the stipulation, I can't really judge anything. But I'm going with Tai Chi just off the uh, strength of it being fresh. I watched the sumo match of him winning it, so... I think uh, Tachi getting him back would, would be uh, probably the next thing. This, this, you know, the smart thing to do here. Uh, I don't necessarily mind it either way, but I just never really imagined. I mean, what? I mean, Shingo with it. The fact that it's not with Yano is really perplexing me, you know? Because I've never really thought about booking anybody else with the trophy. But Yano, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's so weird. But, uh, yeah, I think you go back with Tachi. He's pretty much one of the only people who wanted to take it from Yano in the first place. Uh but he challenged Shingo. So, you know, Shingo don't really, you know, don't lose a lot. So I'm assuming the stipulation will be something that is believable. It uh, is decided. That Shingo, what, what is the stipulation? No time limit. So that's it. Just no time no limit. No time limit with a 10 finisher count. So you can only do 10. Mm. <laughs> wow. If that's the match, then, man, Shingo, <laughs> Shingo should win. If that's it, if that's the only stipulation, uh, I'm not changing my pick. I don't really care either way because it's just the KOPW trophy. Uh, hey, I hear limited finish. But that's a if that's the case though, that's a fun, uh, fun little uh, thing. We, I think it, I think it'll be enjoyable either way. But I'm going with Tachi. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what it's about because that that's is. that's different. That it makes me feel like maybe the KOPW will be uh, a little bit more serious without y'all. No, I guess that makes sense. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm wrong. Okay, let me read the sentence because they 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 didn't tell me everything. So it is going to be a provisional trophy holder. Shingo will defend the trophy against Tai Chi in a ten minute unlimited pinfall scramble match. Okay, unlimited pinfall. So whoever has the belt. Okay, that all right. Tai Chi's winning. Thank you. I'm glad you said it. I'm I'm glad I stuck with my pick. Because Tachi, if if they're doing like a scramble style match, it's believable that Shingo can lose it just because he ran out of time. Mm-hmm. And, and and let's say let's say Shingo wins it a couple of times during the ten minutes. That's probably what's gonna happen. And then Tachi just finds a way <laughs> to get to, get the victory in the end because that's what they mean, right? Because you know it's like one of the championship scramble matches. Like he's the champion for now, for on, now, for the next five yes. minutes if he survives, and then if he don't survive. So if that's what we're doing, Tachi is going to win. I knew it was going to be some shenanigans because what you said earlier sounded way too serious for I, what they've depicted that I trophy know, as so they, far. but they confused me right no, here no, when I you get said it. no time limit. Every, but that one said no time limit too. Huh? The next match say no time limit too. 
Who knows? Oh, I say sixty minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm blind today. <laughs> I had my glasses on and I didn't see that. It's fine. It's, it's in bright colors. Next up, next up, we've got sixty minute time limit. <laughs> Never open uh, weight championship match. All right, screw the time match. limits now, by the way, because they're most of most of them are always sixty minutes. In the in the main event, <laughs> so. yes. Never championship open matches are always sixty minutes. Bro. Never open weight championship match. Tom and Tonga versus Carly Anderson. Yeah, uh, Thomas winning. Oh, I don't know. Really, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing the story continue to play out because I, I think it's you know nice and personal. They've been you know Tom and Carl was beefing before this anger was brought to television. Like they've been setting this up a while, so I'm expecting a good you know good job, a good show. Also, a gun stun battle because you know. Mm. That you know that was Carl's Ooh, move, so you know I, I want to see that play. Uh, I want to see how that plays out. You know, do they uh, do a battle of the gun stuns, or does Tom finish him uh, a different way? Interesting stuff. We'll see. I'm going with Tom Tonga though. I, I I like this new look for him, new champion. You know, he's a champion as a single star now. You know, so I think you just continue to ride that wave. I I, I concur. Um, then we've got the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship three way match. We've yeah, got not some, happening. That's right. Yeah, like I said, not happening. Not I don't happening. at least as I don't know unless they're telling me something. Maybe else for is the happen. interim title. But it, it no, they're not doing it. They've basically said Juice is still the champion. I think. Yeah. Because that's what Will Osprey was it. complaining about. They, they really they really cheating him now. Well, he just feels like every no one else is getting stripped of it's, their belt. It's not about him. And though. he was stripped. No, it's not. And I think maybe uh, it's a world championship thing, but maybe even in that situation, I can understand his complaint. But I think he's just being a good heel. They stripped also. John. John couldn't make it because of a whole typhoon, yeah. and they stripped it from him. So yeah. yeah, so it's possible that, again, you're making his point, I think. I am. But I, I don't like Again, Will either way it goes, character. it doesn't matter. No, no, Then Again, he's doing a good job. He's using that to feel, fuel his... Uh, Vitriol for New Japan because he hates New Japan. That's what he says. All right, last last up, we've got the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. We've got Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. I'm actually rooting for Okada. I really. This is my first time I've ever felt like Okada was gonna lose. You know, like just I just feel it, and it's just because I just feel like something they would do right now for Forbidden Door. But the thing is. What happens after that? It's just hard for me to under see Okada. I don't necessarily want Okada not be the world champion when that pay per view takes place. You see what I'm trying to say? That's true. Yeah. Like I feel like that spot is for Okada. So sweeping in right here, just like weeks before it. You know what I'm saying? And taking the belt. I just don't. I don't like that. And I just feel like that. That's what's gonna happen. So I. I am saying Jay White, but I promise you. Please, Okada, win because I just want the the guy who is the top of the mountain in New Japan to look like the top of the mountain. Yeah. What you know, in front of these newer fans who may not know what the big deal or the hype about Okada is. This is this is one of those situations where just because he was debuted on uh, AEW television doesn't mean he needs to win. Yeah, or just because he could be a uh, you know just because he speaks English, so you want you know in front of the American audience you would rather have Jay White. You know, like, no, I think Okada 
has is your guy. He's your golden ticket. He's always yes. been there. You always. know what I mean? Even over here, you guys brought went to Madison Square Garden. We know the big deal Jay White makes about that, but who was he main eventing with when he sold out Madison Square Garden? Okada. It was Okada. So, so Okada's got to go. Yeah, please, Kazuchika Okada win this match. Even though if Jay White win, I did tell you guys that that was what I saw happening. But I'm going with Okada winning this match. Please win this match. Like I'm, I'm saying. You're begging. I, I'm yes. I'm saying Jay White probably gonna do it, but please, Logically. don't do it. Don't do it, New Japan. Like Gato, whoever, whoever has the last say here in this situation, just do what you've always done, and you know, Rainmaker Jay White's head off. I agree. That's the only thing that I'm gonna like definitively, you know, stand on the fence for. I agree with that. All right. Next up, we're gonna talk about Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell happened this Sunday. Um, and we watched it. Past Sunday. I said happened. Yeah, whatever. Right. English. Um, I'm going to let you give a review on that. You have a new rating scale. Do you want to talk about how that goes? I have a rating scale because for a long time on this show, I did not rate anything because I, did, I just hate it. I don't want to be the guy who becomes known for, oh, this guy gave something a you know, blank star rating. I don't care. But... The big deal that our ratings made me say that if I'm going to be reviewing these shows as much as I've been doing lately, I need to have some type of, you know, final, you know, word or saying that, you know, summarizes how I feel about a particular match. So I'm going to break it down for you. I feel like classic to perfect type of matches. Those are the matches that I would rate as in the class of fight forever. You want those people to fight forever. You could watch them do it anytime. This was that. If they're going to do what they did in that particular match, you want to see it every time they do it. It's a classic. That's what I reserve for classic matches. Excellent. I think it's kind of, you know, self-explanatory. Superior. Very good. You know, good stuff. Really, really good. And then you go down the list to textbook. Solid. You know, you know, fine. Then you have passable matches, some stuff that's acceptable. They have problems, but you will let it go. You know what I mean? It's fine. That's fair. Passable. And then you have the worst of the worst, skippable. If something is skippable, I recommend you don't watch it at all. There's just, you know, waste of your time. (laughs) Honestly, that's really the only way I can say it. Bottom of the barrel. You know, and I'm not even trying to talk about the particular wrestler when I say that when I tell you to skip someone's stuff I'm not even necessarily always talking about them individually but whatever they were trying to do the story they were trying to tell whatever you know what I mean whatever happened something went wrong mm. so I was like skip for example now it's one person if you've been listening to me for a while now that is on my skippable list no matter what he does and that's NXT's Von Wagner <laughs> now that seemed personal but it's not it feels he personal. is just boring Everything about him, the character, all this. But again, he is in the skippable, you know, ranking forever, no matter what he does. Now, I say forever, maybe someday he could possibly be a passable wrestler to me. But for now, he's in the skippable range. Okay, great example. So, after that, let's get into Hell in the Cell. First and foremost, the first match of the night was Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch. And Oscar. This match, you know, it just had a big match feel from the from the beginning. And you could tell that these three are top tier stars. You know, they're they are the top of the top. 
The and they just did what they do best. This was nonstop great moments with all three women throughout the match, in my opinion, looking like champions. They all killed it and executed perfectly. The finish was typical WWE. It was typical WWE. But nonetheless, this was a fight forever level match, in my opinion. I really loved it. Great job. Again, WWE finished with the tossing out Becky. So you can take, you know, the credit for her finisher. Like, how many times WWE has done that in a triple threat match? But, you know, they killed it. This was great. The fans loved it. Everyone loved it. I loved it. Moving on. Omos MVP versus Bobby Lashley. P got a diss record (laughs) on Bobby Lashley. It was great. I loved it. It's a banger. I wrote it down. I love how over Bobby was, too. Like, the crowd, the interest made him look badass. The crowd was into him, you know, chanting his name from the beginning. And, you know, this match wasn't a wrestling clinic, but I didn't expect that. You know, I don't expect that from a Moss. I don't expect it's, that from a handicap match, really. Yeah, I was saying, it's a handicap match. You know, Bobby got his hands on P, which was the point of this for me. And he left this match, you know, seemingly more over than he was when he went into it. So, you know, that makes this passable. Overall, please, WWE, please, just book Bobby and Roman for SummerSlam or, you know, somewhere down the line. He is by far one of the only believable contenders you have left on the roster at the moment. So, we're desperate for someone to challenge. So, why not make it Bobby? Kevin Owens and Zeke. I was wrong. There was no Miz to be found. Kevin Owens didn't. Uh, no, Miz would not be in this one. This is I'm speaking too early. So, I'll get to that later. I was also wrong. There was no Miz to be found in the Theory Ali match. I'm skipping around <laughs> to myself. Sorry, I don't know why the hell I was thinking the Miz had anything to do with Zeke. Because you were wrong? You you thought Zeke was going to win? But, yes, that's what it was. I was wrong. <laughs> Zeke did not win. But, you know, Kevin is a highlight. You know, anything he does is just, he's a wrestling genius. I don't really know what else to, you know, no other way to really put it. You know, I, was, I really wanted to see what Zeke had to offer, even though, honestly, he started the match with a jumping knee and did the elbow drop. Who moves is that? That's Elias. But anyway... We'll I mean, leave it alone. He has limited range. I guess the, yeah, I mean, he only had those two moves. I don't think I can really remember from Elias's repertoire. But uh, he hit people with a guitar. Yeah, that I guess that'll be the only thing that could uh, else he could do to make it uh, more obvious. <laughs> but you know, Zeke looked good there in the match, though. He fired up a little bit, and you know, but Kev was just too good for him, and it made sense. Honestly, I should have went with my first, you know, mind. And just said that Kevin would still win, you know. But you I want, was thinking that want, this would be over. Yeah, exactly. You wanted to put Zeke over? It's not even. Yeah, so the whole thing could be over. I know. But it didn't go that way. Kevin wins. And guess what? This is not over. Because based on Raw, they'll be fighting again. So, uh, yeah, this continues. But this was textbook overall. I, I thought this it. was solid stuff they've from both a, guys. They've got to fill the card for the next coming stuff. I guess so. Maybe that is their excuse. Judgment Day versus Liv, AJ, and Finn. Fun stuff, man. I thought everybody looked good at times. But, you know, Rio, oh, my gosh, she was the spoiler. She was the MVP. And she really is enjoying being a heel. You could tell. She's loving it. 
Uh, Liv had brilliant moments, and this was just fun and positive for everyone involved, in my opinion. You know, even if AJ has, you know, just should just give up his beef with Edge at this point. Uh, so, yeah, this was an excellent match. As for Raw, Finn took over as the leader of Judgment Day, man. Yeah. And they kicked Edge out of his own group. I have a rumor about that a little later. Uh, but it was a little confusing at first. But at the end of the day, this is Raw we're talking about. When the last time something unexpected happened on Raw? Other than, like, I guess, I mean, even then, when Cody showed up on Raw the first night, we knew about it. They told us, hey, Cody yeah. Rhodes will be out here in a second. They let you know. <laughs> so, like, the point I'm saying, like, they don't genuinely shock you anymore. So, it's always great whenever they do it. And Rhea earned a title shot against Bianca going forward. So, that, that means Judgment Day is already doing wonders for her. Mm-hmm. I think first time Finn will be healed on the main roster. This oh. has potential. It does. That's fair. But this is also WWE. And they, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, WWE actually have a plan. Yeah. We will see, though. Corbin versus Madcap. Way more fun than you would assume, honestly. But I guess maybe you could be different than me and you really like what they've been doing so far. You know, Madcap seems to be getting over and I understand that he has, you know, he's likable. They took those suspenders off. So I'm all for a Madcap. He needs some gear though. Those panties ain't going to. Yeah. I mean, that's going to change. Obviously I believe no way he's going to stay in that his whole career, but again, it's better than the suspenders. So I take it. Uh, This was great though for, you know, for a match again that I didn't really expect much from, you know, you add a no D stipulation to it then you have the finish with the steps basically uh, both spots the steps where he kind of sat sidewalk slammed Corbin into him and then he smashed the steps mm. onto the chair <laughs> which kind of compressed onto Corbin's neck so that was like man that's a great way to uh you know cap this off uh madcap if you, you saw what I did there no no yeah, one no one it's, called it's it trash. Okay. just move on no one called it corny so what that's corny. literally the whole point of his his shtick uh. Corny. If you watched, you would have chuckled. Anyway, this was a textbook example of a WWE style no DQ blow off match. So I think it worked great. Now on to what I was wrong about again, like I was premature about. The Miz did not show up in this Ali versus Theory match, but this was still a good match for the most part, especially in Chicago with the fans really wanting uh, Ali to win. Uh, and he gave it his all, but just misfired at the wrong time, loses cleanly. At you know, I expected that. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Theory would have cheat, but I, honestly, like again, you don't necessarily get rewarded for being at odds with the company, even though you come back and the odds are no longer there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, this was cool, but uh, I couldn't shake the feeling that this was like, like n- not necessary. I'm not gonna say pay per view worthy, but it just wasn't really anything special to me it was still good though so uh i couldn't say excellent so i'd say this was just textbook textbook title defense uh in a young reign for theory last but not least cody versus seth rollins uh man Seth's gear genius you know a little call back to the dusty roads polka dot theme back of back in the day just awesome he's a genius no no doubt in my mind that Seth knows exactly what he's doing every time he walks out of there. Uh, walks, 
you know, from the curtain. So Cody looked like he needed an entirely new right arm. First of all, yes. let's just be honest. He took once he took that jacket off, it just, like oh my goodness, Cody. Like, and it put my pick in doubt. I must say, because I was like, I don't know if they can book him to win it if he could, you know, barely move. But kudos to him, man, because for him to be able to wrestle with that injury, it makes him look like the toughest sob in wrestling. One, yeah, and I just I can't even do it justice because. How can you not root for him during this match? Because you know he was in pain. It was tough to watch some of those spots because he he was not taking he wasn't protecting his you know right side of his body, like chest or whatever or body. He was taking punishment directly to the injury. Yeah, it was plenty of times you heard me call him insane. I called him insane for not pulling out of the match. I, Just, I understand. Like, a lot of people felt that way. A lot then, of people were mad on the internet about him doing this. And then I saw, like, because he just had surgery Thursday. And I think either Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Wednesday, he was at the Nightmare Factory. Mm-hmm. And it had spread. Like, it's all, it was all the way down to his wrist. Like, the... the, the yeah. You was, can see uh, it, it, it gradually was getting... Yeah. It was not going to get any better from that. And like like you said, to only have the surgery days later, he's he's just he's a I don't care. It's it's incredible to watch, man. Uh, hard to watch, but I do think this match overall was a must watch because it ended up being great. By now, I'm pretty sure people know uh, what you know the old guy Meltzer rated it or whatever. But screw that, you guys already know just from your own opinions from watching. This is something that you want to see forever. Seth Rollins has get, has given us two. Fight forever level feuds, in my opinion, mm. with Edge, three you know the trilogy there with Edge, and now with Cody, just yeah, three awesome matches. That Self is so great is just yes, he deserves all the praise. Give him the money in the bank. Give him whatever he needs because again, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, the only three people who are even remotely close. As far as like in build <laughs> to Roman Reign, <laughs> and Seth is the one who's closest, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Cody, of course, you know, because when Cody comes back, he can be the the hugest face in the world, uh, you know, if they play their cards right, of course. Anyway, this match, by the way, was the reason why this cat this fight forever category was created. Uh, I never really rated matches here. But this made me want to try something new for these predictions. So it was that good, you know, if it made me, you know, just want to do something new. This was a strong premium live event all overall, though. It's very, very strong. I'm I'm, what, I'm calling it what they say. What? I know, I know. It's just, it makes me pop every time. That's it's what, it's what it is now. This was strong. And it, the only thing even being close to bad was probably the handicap match. But I enjoyed that, too. So with the classic starting the show and a classic capping it off and based on WWE's 2K, my GM uh, oh series, this is exactly what they want, by the way. So what was the lull? The lull was Theory and, and Ali? It was a lull by comparison to what happened in Cody's match. And then it's not even about that. Ah. The handicap match is right after Becky them. So again, if you want to, it's a, 
It's all about starting on a high and ending on a high. But it doesn't really matter them, what happened in the middle. You got to keep them entertained in the middle. That's and what they the did Judgment it. Day was. And that's what they did. The Judgment ah, Day. Somebody's been playing the game. Or the game always, is whatever. They didn't always do that. Sometimes it was a lull. Sometimes, what you mean? It it just depends. It just depends. All the, all these calls do not go as planned. This one went as planned. Is my point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was an excellent show overall. Now, all right. time for some rumors. All right. So uh, I I do want to run through some stuff. From uh, I think I get to touch on AEW and WWE here. I'm not sure what else, but we'll see as we go along. AEW knew CM Punk was injured after his six man tag on Dynamite, but they didn't know he'd need surgery they until knew. before Rampage. Per PW Insider, that's possible. They, they still let that's him possible. Work? He limped out or what? Yeah, he probably limped out of that match on Wednesday. No, no, this is not. So on the Dynamite after the six man match, they knew he was hurt. Uh-huh. And then on Rampage, he came out and he gave the promo that he's uh-huh. having surgery. Uh-huh. So they didn't work him. He Apparently, the injury was suffered that Wednesday, right after he won, you know, sure. not during the title match. Sure. That's what you want me to believe. Why do you, why, what, what, what proof do you have that, that, that it happened before? That Jeff Hardy had to go <laughs> out there Jeff and got work. to do it. What the, they, they out there working other people injured. You think they ain't going to work First of all, I don't want to hear nothing because you can, you can bring that up all you want. But Tony don't care about nothing you have to say about Jeff Hardy. He's going to be in the ladder match next week. I know. That's what I'm they don't saying. care. Tony don't care. Why, why everybody bringing up Jeff Hardy hell? <laughs> Tony ain't worried about his hell. Jeff ain't anyway. worried about anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm going to stop complaining about it. You know? Okay, go ahead. These, especially if they win the tag titles. It's over with. <laughs> they win the tag titles. There's no point in even talking about it anymore. That's why Jeff ain't the one tweeting about it. I saw a mad tweet about it. I was like. I thought it was the Young Bucks at first, and I was like, nah, Matt Crazy. Man, <laughs> Matt crazy. They, they both need to sit down somewhere for a little, just a little while. Take a break. But I guess that week was enough for them. Let them tell it. So <laughs> anyway, a, a post Hell in a Cell promo, Insiders says Cody Rhodes apologized for being hurt and wanted to make sure everyone knew that he, he made stupid? the decision to work the match, and no one made him do it. If you're going to ask that, then that go your proof right there. No one made him do this. Cody put himself through that torture because he just loves wrestling that much. And I'm not mocking him. It is what it is. I respect <laughs> it. I I wouldn't have did it. I know I would. I, I know probably a long list of people who actually wrestled probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So, you know. But, again, our insider is letting you guys know that Cody that uh, Cody was not forced to do this. So the legal department uh, of WWE. I'm surprised they didn't record him saying that. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, either no, way it goes. We didn't force him. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see, uh, Good luck to Cody. I, I hope every, the uh, rehab goes well, though. I will say that because yeah. I don't know how he did it. And I appreciate him because I don't know what. How much you pay for Peacock? What? Nine? Five? Well, either way it goes. The 10 bucks I pay a month or so. Bro. Like, oh, he, he covered that cost for this month? Way too much. Like, he went way over the $10? <laughs> you know how much surgery costs? <laughs> yeah, I do. Anyway, and yeah. And you know they don't have the best insurance. Yeah, no. Co-pays not, are Not high. playing this game. Yeah, Scorpio Sky shared that he aggravated an injury on Rampage when he fought Dante. Uh, he hopes it isn't serious, but the Observer says he what? is scheduled to get an MRI. So I hope it's not serious either. I think his TNT Championship run is only beginning. It's so, cursed. That title is uh, cursed. It's something, I don't know. I don't it know. It's cursed. 
I don't know, man. Uh, while there was no real indication that he'd show up, fan speculation about Bray Wyatt <laughs> returning to WWE at Hell in a Cell after his tweets last week led to his name trending on Twitter all weekend and increased demand for tickets to the show on the secondary market. So well, some people bought tickets expecting to see him. him. Don't do that. I don't know why, don't but do, don't do that. at the end of the day, Bray Wyatt uh, inadvertently <laughs> working for the company. <laughs> they need to cut him a check. PW, uh, by the way, I think I have a rumor about that. Uh, yeah, we'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. PW Insider notes that Edge is going to be working as a babyface going forward. Oh, I, I really? wonder why. Wow. I wonder Never thought how that happened. Speaking of Edge, Fightful Select says there was talk in WWE of the Judgment Day going more supernatural. And apparently Edge was opposed to that. They also said that there was talk of adding Finn Balor to that stable well before it actually happened on Raw. So that's good. I I, I, feel, I told you he matched their aesthetic. I'm not he really did. surprised Dark leather. that uh, Finn would uh, fit in there. But him taking over seems to be something that may have just happened because Edge not really sure about them going too supernatural. Creative I hope they don't. Yeah, sound like creative differences. Uh, I hope it doesn't turn to anything too weird. Uh, maybe that because I, you know, I'm, I wonder what pitched. What was the pitch that told that made Edge go like, no, I'm no, no way, Blood not doing bath. it. So, but he does. He's done bloodbath. So maybe oh, no. you know. I'm trying to figure out. You, or you didn't mean the, no, no, no. The spot. Okay, you talking something? Okay, I don't know. I'm just saying. Somebody gonna sprout. Think about hair. that, people. It was something that they that they, or something that we may still see on television in the future. Was pitched. Uh, and Edge was like, "There's no way." Something to think about. Missed. The Miz could be appearing on a future episode of Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, obviously, per insider who say there was talk of it backstage at Raw this Ooh, week. So that's cool. He's dropping off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but that that's cool. I already knew this, but uh, it's still a, it's a, a, a supposed to be a rumor. I don't know why it's a rumor at this point. She's been gone a while, but according to Fightful Select, EO Shirai is out with an injury. While it's unclear what that injury is or how long she'll be out, there are no creative plans for her. Yeah, I saw I her. See I seen a picture months ago of her, like in a cast. Ever since she had, ever since that multi women's title match yeah. months ago. So, uh, I hope she's fine. I don't know what's gonna happen with uh, with that uh, thing. Uh, a lot of people's futures are in doubt in NXT right now because I'm hearing that they're gonna do another round of releases, and they said it. Uh, they're gonna. They're, they've been doing like these six months checkups on people, so like. I think like they will release you if they feel like you have not improved and it's been like six months or so. So I think that's what's been going on in NXT. That's why it's always so much in and out, uh, even though that may not apply to everyone who's been released. So Maybe they mean uh, like yeah. the new class of people that they have been, you know, gobbling up. Yeah. So it, we'll see what happens. They claim it may be names we know. I don't know. Well, Apollo's definitely I'm not wrong. surprised. Uh, I don't think so. Really? He's literally on NXT. They just like I it's think it's a trial. Be, no, uh, first of all, I don't think I know he's gone from his main roster because the only oh, thing he okay. guaranteed us was that like literally his first promo on NXT. He's like, uh, I'm gonna be here for a long time, basically. Oh. Or like, Ooh. I'm here. I'm gonna be here for a while. Jinx. So he's not going back. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, sure. To the main roster. Gotcha. 
Why do you have no hope for the person they literally just tried? Literally on the last show, he don't said he's gonna be the number one contender. Almost. He don't fit the the horny aesthetic. It just it just not gonna work out. First of all, you young, don't know what you're talking about. Horny. You don't know what you're talking about. Really? I don't watch NXT, so I could exactly because the way they got Idris. Wearing fashion over men boxes all the way up to show his V. I mean, all the way down to show his V and all of that. Oh, no. And, and as oily as Apollo was in this match just he just had, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. He'll nah. fit in right. He'll fit in nice. Because if you want to say that, it's all about fetishizing. Oh. And what what's more fetishized than... Than bald guys a, with a beard. A buff bald dude, yeah. With a beard. Come on, man. That's what they do. I'll believe it when I see Aziz out here with a V-neck. Like with a V cut, he's down there too. They say now he is the one you need to be worried about. <laughs> Why are you talking about Apollo? Oh, so he, he don't somebody have who his... act, first of all, I just thought about Apollo. They would keep just for the sure hope of keeping him away from other people because they know he actually good. So even though they don't have nothing for him, so they're not together. People like Aziz, they didn't premiere them together. They just oh. both in the NXT. Yeah, he getting fired. Aziz, Aziz getting might fired. be in trouble. I'm sorry, I take it back. I thought they were still together. First of all, this is we talking about people losing their jobs. So I wish everybody the best, but I I'd I be surprised if Apollo's gone. If it'd be a genuine shock, uh, especially because I'm like, why the hell y'all put him on TV? Then he was off both shows. He you was. bring him back just to release him three weeks, two weeks later? That's stupid. Anyway, they will do stuff like that. They though. have so, before. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying it's out of the question. Uh, Roosh told Lucha Libre Online he's only on a per appearance deal with AEW. That's why he hasn't shown up since uh, he debuted or whatever. And he and Tony Khan are still talking about a contract. So until contract. that get ironed out, Andrade will not have his homie. It seems like uh, consistently <sighs> anyway. He's still on his honeymoon though, right? No, I he he so. just came back. He was on. The, he was in the battle royal on Dynamite. Oh, and he uh, he's won the last. He should have won it because he was killing it in that match. I obviously didn't watch Dynamite. Kyle O'Reilly uh, got the victory there. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Speaking of my rumors, I got here early, but Apollo Cruz and the Commander Aziz have been moved to NXT. It's official. He's there. Uh, Apollo Cruz officially on the NXT roster. So okay. again, he left way too soon. In the original run. I'm happy to see him back. I really hope they do something with him. He even mentioned in his promo coming back now that he he's no longer has his uh, phony actor uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, accent that they made him talk with. Uh, he just straight up told, "No, nah, I left NXT way too early my first time," and I agree. I have no clue why they called him up so early because he had so much he could have been doing to establish everything. Every problem they had with him <laughs> could have been solved if they gave him more time. To develop a character and all that down there, if you see what I'm saying, more yeah. than what he could do in the ring. Yeah. But we we've heard that story a billion times. Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer said Bray Wyatt was released by WWE last year for things that I probably shouldn't talk about. So why the hell are you talking, Dave Meltzer? But anyway, because it could open up a can of worms. He claimed <laughs> like this, like this little vague ass statement ain't opening up a can know. of worms. He don't know but nothing. He, he added that at one point Bray Wyatt was the third or fourth highest paid star on the roster. Didn't, didn't we already say that? He told you first. nothing. He told you nothing while saying just enough to do exactly what he claimed he didn't want to do. Yeah. All of this did was open up a can of worms. I heard he, a lot of people saying WWE, Vince never liked him, and he they thought the, the Fiend did more harm than good. Not saying that's not true. I don't know what's true. Don't care. I'm just saying stop. 
with all the vagueness. If it's not Bray Wyatt, don't listen. The internet took it a different way than I took it because immediately I I was like, oh, they call him Bray anti-vax. Because you know that's that's what a lot of people say they were released for at a certain period of time. I don't, at this point, I don't know. At this point, nobody who knows? knows. But but, but again, he, I, this is why I say somebody like Meltzer, who they they take everything he has to say and make it news. <laughs> this is why you don't say it, Meltzer. What do you mean? I probably shouldn't talk about it. Just ignore the question. Like, don't say it. Anyway, I leave it alone. Also, Meltzer was told that a singles match between Hangman Page and Okada was not planned for Forbidden Door. But he thinks most likely it will be a three-way match that also includes Adam Cole. Please don't do that. Tony. Yeah, please don't. That do is that. the most. I, but I was about what I was about to call it. The type of decision I was about to call it actually is what I'm starting to think about you. So I'm not gonna say it. But anyway, that's exactly what Meltzer just did, guys. You see what I just did? <laughs> see, see, see. Anyway, uh, yeah, don't do that. Uh, three ways. New Japan don't. <sighs> We don't. They don't really do three ways. Not saying they can't or won't do them, but it's rare. Like literally, Kenny and Cody and uh, Okada was like. Also, fucking, they were breaking new ground when they pulled that to, to convince them to do a triple threat main event. Right. Like they don't do it often in New it, Japan. It doesn't make whatever. sense though because we know we're we're, we're positive that John Mox is going to be interim champion. Yeah. It's like, safe. Fairly confident. It's a safe I don't, don't want to say we know with 100% yeah, certainty. It's a, it's you a safe never bet. know. But we're fairly confident. So you're going to tell me that with that, you put another person in the match so that Hangman doesn't have to take a pin? I don't know. Because I don't know. Because then you just gave uh, Adam Cole a big victory. So when you want to kind of protect him too? Again, this is just rumors. Meltzer may, not, may be completely off base here. But I will say that. Uh, Adam Cole was uh, doing commentary for a Hangman match with uh, mm-hmm. David Finley. Okay. So yeah, it's looking like Adam Cole and Hangman will definitely be involved, probably with each other. So eh, interesting, interesting stuff. We'll see what actually happens, but I'm I don't know if I'm a fan of that. But as long as Okada going over, I'll stop. Compl- I won't complain because I'm pretty sure the match would be great. But Okada got, has to go over. That's all I have to say. So somebody's gonna take. <laughs> Somebody taking this rainmaker, okay? Taking, yeah. All right. Let me just all I have to say about it. Somebody have to take the rainmaker. WWE sources told PW Inside that Charlotte Flair is not scheduled to be at tonight's episode of SmackDown. Her husband Andrade returned to AEW Dynamite earlier this week, Mind your business. which led to speculation that Flair was also ready. But uh, that's nah, not the case. Don't speculate that. Just because he want to go to work, don't mean she. I agree hundred percent. Uh, I knew you was gonna say something like that. That's why. I, that's why I picked it. Other room because uh, we don't rush greatness. I, you know, it is what it is. Like I just because I saw Andrade, it didn't necessarily register in my mind that ooh, Charlotte's back. Right? You know, they don't so. have anything for her. Like they're going somewhere, some other direction. Yeah, and creatively, what do you bring her back for? Yeah, it's fair. Like no, that's yeah. dumb. I mean, I guess they need her though because they are low on what? SmackDown numbers. Ah, uh-huh. they are low on women. So they would, I get they would it, advertise her though. I don't think. Uh, She's going to be there. We'll see what happens. But it sounds, according to the rumors, that she won't be uh, there, Good. especially on the tonight's SmackDown. Anyway, Roman, another rumor that I found. Roman may not be on Money in the Bank's car, which is July 2nd. And he just missed Hell in the Cell. WrestleMania backlash, he did not have a world title match. So, 
to me, I must go ahead and say it. If this is true, this has been a terrible idea to give both world championships to Roman Reigns. Yeah, I agree. He hasn't defended the title since he won it. Don't have any contenders. And exactly, we're at the point to where we, we're trying to figure out who is even close to being considered a, a legitimate threat. So, uh, yeah. And much like that women's tag tournament that disappeared, if the rumors are true, WWE is still making it up as they go. So the double championship stuff, they didn't have a plan behind it, apparently. <laughs> mm. Same thing with this tag tournament announcement that they made my poor Michael Cole have to <laughs> announce for nothing. Mm. He got all that they got all that heat on socials that night for no reason. Mm. You could have just left it alone. Oh, but no, you wanted to be paid to get your extra jab in. You can't even pull off the damn tournament. You don't even got enough teams to do the damn tournament or enough people you believe in to do it. I hey, I I give them props when they do good. I'm gonna shit on them when they deserve it. Also, that's fair. Anyway, that's it for me. Let's get into it. I already know you have a lot to do because this is a big time day. Yes, uh, it so was. It was a great. Ahead. It was a great week for for my. Well, it was a great week. First off, I want to just congratulate uh, Jay Hope for being announced as a headliner for Lollapalooza. I wasn't going to go before this, but apparently a lot of people have bought tickets. And it, I know Hobie is going to spend that hour doing great stuff, and I may stream it on YouTube. We'll see. Um, but, yay, congrats to Hobie. Apparently he's the first Korean act to headline a major stage. So That's cool. Very cool. Very cool. Pop for Hobie. Um, next up, what we've all, what we all knew was coming on June 10th, 2022. Proof, the album, was released. Three new tracks. Run BTS, Yet to Come, For Youth. Yet to Come video, let's see how many views it's gotten. 41 million views in... It was 21 when I woke up. 15 hours. So, it's, there you go. 41 in 15 hours. And at least... Man, when do we wake up? We, wake, we woke up... I, I don't even remember. Like, 5 o'clock. Let's say it was five. Just just round up, even if it wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Do a good eight hours, basically. <laughs> yes. They another got another 20 million. 20 million. The goal is yeah. 100 million in 24 hours. We shall see if that's going to work. Yeah. Um. Crazy, man. Crazy, right? Now, just my favorite. I'm going to rank the, the new songs based on my favorite. Um, first is Run BTS. They I, this morning when I saw the lyrics, I was like, ah, oh, the lyrics. I didn't listen to it because I like to look at the lyrics first. Um, I saw the lyrics and I was like, they 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 talking about we we came from the bottom. Please go on somewhere with it. We know we know half of y'all are very affluent or come from affluent backgrounds. Y'all may have come from the bottom as a group, but not you know individually. Y'all can't sing that. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> They, they sung it. They got it stuck in my head. Jimin? Ugh. Jimin was the first one to get it stuck in my head. And then Mr. Affluent himself, Jin. Jin just... Uh, now all I hear is Jin's voice singing it. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Run, to, run BTS is a banger. I, I love it. I yes. haven't even really... I mean, I guess I heard... Yet, Allegedly it's banned, but I, I don't know why. Yet to come. 
I've heard that, but I haven't heard youth yet. I've heard it. So I I don't have any bearings on that, but I will always, I I immediately added run BTS because I already knew I liked it. Added it, bought it, like. Well, I didn't immediately buy it, but I definitely added it. I bought it. I was told to buy it, yes. I bought it. I purchased it. Um, I also went to WeVerse and purchased the album that I was holding off on because I wanted to see uh, or hear the demo versions. Um, so when I get that in the mail in about a month, you'll get an updated reaction to, to the B-sides. Um, I did listen to Yet to Come. I like Yet to Come. It's it's nice. It's nice or whatever. Um, I have to I have to marinate on it before I give it. But initial reaction, I like it, just not as much as I like Run BTS. So that leaves For Youth at the bottom. And I don't have an issue with For Youth. It is definitely not a song dedicated to armies. They got to stop lying with these descriptions. They are, they're out. This is a love song. Well, I mean, the girls that they deal with are, are, are oh, also me, armies. Mm, that's what you think. So I'm just saying, if if they are, if this is about particular women. Let me pull up. They, the they would be armies. So technically, it's not a lie. I want it's a white you- lie. I want you forever. I want to be with you forever. Yeah, they want to be. They want. They, yeah, fans, lifelong fans, forever. There you go. Sounds pretty. Sounds pretty innocent. If I never met you, oh, what am I like, baby? Every time I miss you, miss you. Those words that have become a habit. It's so true. Yeah, he. You miss your fans. You know, lies. In between comebacks, they miss the fans. In between albums, projects, you know. That's what they're trying to tell y'all, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. You don't, you have no proof. One, two, three, our son. Can't forget every moment. Oh, my spring day. I was like myself, thanks to the flower that took responsibility. First of all, who taking responsibility for seven of y'all? I didn't. I didn't agree to that. But I... I uh, he says, says spring day. Come on, call back. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Love. Just because he clever don't mean nothing. There you go. You are my best friend for the rest of my life. See? I wish I could turn back time. See, they ain't telling nobody. You they so you telling me that they, they did all that just to friend zone the girl you claiming they really talking to? Nah, man. They friend zone in the you, fans because the fans be tripping. Y'all crazy. Oh, yeah. They saw they saw all of y'all little nasty compilation TikToks where you're humping the floor and, and you got sweat dripping off your body, you nasties. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think they can say it's for Army, but I don't think. I like that they did the Young Forever uh callback. Um, because that song makes me feel the way. Um everybody wants to be young, nobody wants to grow old, everybody wants that childlike youth. Um, but you know, we always lose it. Anyway, for youth is good. It's just so emotional. Same thing with Born Singer. Born Singer is good, it's just so emotional. I can't I can't be I, I like to get hyped sometimes. And those two are at the bottom of the list because they're so emotional. Yeah, if to me, run songs like Run BTS and uh, Mic Drop, The Cyphers, all of those are always gonna be top notch for me. Fake Love, like that's that's my favorite BTS. So Sugar, even I'm Sugar, fine man too. I guess Sugar like, should be your because like that works also when they hype and all that. What do you mean Hobies on all that? He, no, no, I'm saying Sugar should be a bias because the reason why he chose the songs that he chose for the album oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. because they yeah. were hype Me songs. Me and Sugar got the same taste. 
in in their music, if you want to say it that way. Yes. yes I agree. Yes. Their music, in my opinion, is at its best. Uh, even but even the fake like fake love was a great mesh of being kind of hype, but at the same time still being their good old depressed selves. If you see what I'm saying, yes. so fake love was even perfect, was still perfect for me too. Hype, but same vulnerable. thing with Black Swan. I don't think Black Swan is as hype, but they kind of do your thing part can get you know it's kind of yeah. hype, and but it's bomb, also bomb, bomb. yeah, but it's also exactly, but Emotional. it's also a mellow yeah deeper song too. So they do they have I love like their best songs to me are the ones where they kind of blend both, but my favorite songs from them are always songs that sound like Run BTS. So it was no doubt in my mind that. That's what I wanted. You know me. I'm not. The, I don't care about this compilation. I got most of them songs I listen to. I've seen or could go watch them on YouTube. Watch them live. I perform it if yes. I needed to to hear it. So I didn't really care about a lot of the rehashes because most of that is, like you said, is in our catalog at this point anyway. Yes. But uh, I must say though, songs like Run BTS is definitely uh, something that for the you know. Next few months or however long this continues, I want I want more. They need Until to make. A, a I want another video. I don't think they will. They will. They'll, they'll, you think they'll they do, do a video? They, for that? they really need to do a video for Run BTS. They've done two videos before. If they're gonna, yeah, I think that's what you have to do. I was like, that, like I told you, I was only c- concerned about the newer songs. I wanted to yeah. hear what they sound like. So the, the fact that they gave, you know, they gave a little bit of everything. Like you want to get, you want to cry about all the, the, you know, what all you've been through together with them yeah. and all that. You can listen to. You youth. know, you know, for youth or yet to come, I think that can work both ways. Yet for that. to come is a little bit in between. But yeah, like, I, but it it works both ways. If you see what yeah. I'm saying, kind of because you still can reminisce, even though yeah. it's a little bit happier. The video, oh my god, the video has so many spoilers and Easter yeah. eggs Call and callbacks back. to the old videos. Yeah. I was like, first of all, sugar on that piano with the flowers. Oh my god, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They did. They covered that. And that's for a certain section of fans. Then you have like the four youth or born singers, like some people who've been wanting to hear born singers for a long time. You have those section of fans, please. Yes. And then you have people like me who, you know, like bobbing their heads to BTS. You know yes. what I'm saying? And then like people listen like to them me. rap and sing at the same time and stuff. And then people like you. Who who love them all. Yeah, exactly. Who exactly. Who and, likes all of it. And that's true. Fell for the okie doke. Because it's not supposed to be that good. Like it's supposed to be something that I just don't vibe with. I've I've yet, I've yet to find it. Um, moving on. So with the new comeback, they've been they've been popping outside on the socials. They did a V live this morning at a crucial point in time for me. So I didn't I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I'll see it later and see. I was really waiting to see if they're going to announce some tour dates because I'm going to sink my funds into that tour. For at least a day, so I can see them live. Um, oh yeah, we have goals for the album. I think the goals are: I said 100 million views on YouTube first 24 hours, um, 100 iTunes number one. So currently we're at 63. So do better, people who have Apple Music know, or man, iTunes. This is, you're not going to do this. You're not going to use this platform to promote these these psychopathic. Hey. I've goals. done my part. I've done my part. Exactly. So why are we talking about it? I just wanted to say those two. I don't know the goals off the top oh, of my okay. head. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I thought you were about to go down the whole list. I was just list. updating you on where we because, are. And I'm only stopping you because these lists are way too extensive. They got they are. like they got steps, different platforms. You need you need you got questions. They got they, frequently asked questions for you. you. They got, yes. You have to have. People are like, how do you put this much effort in? You have this to. You should have. You knew this day was wanted, coming. I just listened to a song every now and then, man. You, you knew this day was coming. You were supposed to set aside a budget. 
Get your iTunes Everyone cards. out there who wants, if you, especially Americans who's listening and all Different that, emails. who want their artists, if you like a certain artist, to be number one. I just want to say that if you're just only listening to them when they when the album come out, you're not you're not supporting them. You're right. doing it wrong. Yeah, you're not mm-hmm. supporting them at Those all. Streams don't matter. I thought I thought just listening to it album when it came out was enough support. It's methodical. Apparently not. I'm nah. I've done the minimum for the people I like. Apparently the bare minimum. Anyway, last <laughs> last last BTS related thing. Um, the like I said, it, it kind of goes into the the popping out on social medias. We've got. Almost everybody on Twitter because JK is yet to post on Twitter, so I'm assuming that's coming with soon. Um, we've got people making Instagram posts when they have been silent for two months. Park Jimin, and it was it was very it was very bare minimum. So we'll, we'll I won't talk about that anyway. The important thing to take away from that is V V Young on Instagram in his stories. Was listening to N95. Yes, no, it's it's important to converse. Was listening to N95. Important. You you like that song and yeah. V has validated that it is a bop. (laughs) I don't need V. I don't need his validation. You to know that it's a bop. It means it's expanded its reach. (laughs) Past where where if you listen to them, they've been streaming Kendrick and Korea for years now. Uh, No, I. I it's, it's funny. That's all. It was just funny to hear. I know. Uh, I don't necessarily have an opinion on him listening to it. It's cool though. All right, to I should have left about. it out then. I, I wanted to engage you in the conversation. Sometimes this feels one sided. So I was like, well, what do you think about V listening to N ninety five? It's a good song. I I I just think it's funny. I, I imagine him uh, <laughs> just saying, "Ooh, you ugly." Yeah, you're ugly. Because he was he was mouthing it. He mouthed those you words. You out of pocket? That's what V V V walking around in Korea telling people they're out of pocket now. I, I do they learn English phrases from us when we? Yes, you know, uh, I yes, know they, they do. do. Yes, they so do. Uh, yeah, it's just funny. It's just funny to think about the imagery. But it was cool. I have no. I, I get it. Uh, Kendrick is the real deal. But it was just ironic there, I guess, because uh, I've been you know that song has been heavy on rotation. So. To see that it's also heavy rotation all the way on the other side of the world is kind of cool. All right, last thing. This one's fresh, hot off the press. I just got the alert about it. Apparently, NCT has started recruiting new members. <laughs> what the fuck? They, don't, they have. Oh, we, oh we, well, there you go. Bye, win win. We just learned. <laughs> win win is gone, cuz. We just learned. Right? That's what that means. Oh, he's just acting. My the fault. collective. Acting. The, they don't need. Never mind. It's no point. Like they got to make it an even 25. No, I, they, they're they aiming for 30. <laughs> 40. If you don't know who NCT is, they are a, a K-pop group that already has 23 people. Neo-culture soul. Neo-culture technology. At least 23 people. Yes. You know least. what, though? You know who loves this news? Mock. <laughs> oh, man. Mock Lee, Lee finally gets a break. He's been working. He's not getting a break. They're going to make a new subunit. Bro, he's like in every in every incarnation of NCT. I'm possible. thinking I'm thinking this NCT might be NCT Japan. So Mark will get a break regardless. Oh, you to finally front looking for know. maybe you to going to get front man. I don't know. Right, let's let's read. Let's anyway, read. uh that I I don't know what to tell you. I I SM whatever, you know. 
<laughs> keep going, I guess. It's all I have to tell. I, I don't know. You know? They, they, I like NCT's music. Uh, yeah. So. Especially when they work with, what's his name? It. Dim Joints? First of all, anyone in Korea works with Dim Joints. That I need to hear the track. Because he don't miss. Dim Joints. With his track record. Give you bangers. I mean, he probably has some. He probably got some misses. But it's, the point is, for the most part, <laughs> yeah, he makes K- very, very soulful K-pop This music, NCT ain't wild. Say. They give you no information. It's but just that's it's crazy. Just shots of what they've done. Welcome to. I was NCT. not expecting this. So yeah. is that it? That's it. That's all my. That's all my pops. All right. Well, so we finished it off with that. So I don't really know what to tell you other than a group that has twenty three people wants more people. Yeah. And a person like people like me. I was like, man, I met my limit of friends when I hit like five, six, seven, probably six, really five, maybe. I had to count. I don't. I had to count the particulars at a later point. But either way it go, I don't need that many people around me. <laughs> so when I, you know, adding to 23, 22, 21, maybe. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, though, thank you guys for listening. It's another pod down. Uh, I was happy that I got a chance to talk about so much wrestling here. I'm happy that we got a chance to cover uh, a little bit of uh, Bong Tong go back and forth. Because you're right. I guess they are on one side. I will contribute more to the marbles uh, going forward. But, uh, yeah, this was fun. Thank you guys for listening. Au revoir.